Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to the episode description to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Wednesday, August 9, 2023. Now on to our next AI update, Pope Francis has chosen Artificial Intelligence and Peace as the theme for World Day of Peace 2024, highlighting the potential impact of AI on human life. The Vatican's communique emphasized the need for responsible use, ethical reflection, and vigilance to prevent negative consequences. The Pope called for an open dialogue on the meaning and effects of AI, stressing the importance of preventing violence and discrimination in its production and use. He also urged the responsible alignment of AI with the positive needs of humanity. The statement acknowledged the disruptive possibilities and ambivalent effects of new technologies and emphasized the extension of ethical reflection to education and law. The Vatican's Dicastery for Promoting Integral Human Development issued the communique, aligning with the Holy See's commitment to human rights. The World Day of Peace, established by Pope Paul V.I. in 1967, serves as a platform for important declarations concerning human rights and peace. The protection of human dignity and the promotion of justice and peace are seen as essential conditions for technological development. The Pope's message reflects growing concerns about the ethical implications of AI and the need for responsible and inclusive deployment. Continuing our AI coverage, NVIDIA has unveiled the next-generation GH200 Grace Hopper Superchip at the SIGGREPH conference. The new version of the chip features HME memory technology, which is claimed to be up to 50% faster than its predecessor. NVIDIA expects the upgraded chip to run AI models 3.5 times faster and enable faster and larger AI application inference and training. The GH200 combines the ARM-based NVIDIA Grace CPU with a Hopper GPU architecture, making it a powerful superchip. NVIDIA is also developing a new server system called NVIDIA MGX, which will integrate two GH200 chips using NV-Link Interconnect technology. This configuration allows CPUs and GPUs to access each other's memory, resulting in a combined super GPU that offers 144 Grace CPU cores and 8 petaflops of compute performance. However, the new GH200 chip is not expected to be available for production use until the second quarter of 2024. And now with another AI story, NVIDIA has unveiled upgrades to its Omniverse platform, integrating the OpenUSD framework and generative AI to accelerate the development of virtual worlds and advanced workflows for industrial digitalization. The announcement was made by NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang at the SeaGraph Computer Graphics event in Los Angeles. The company also revealed advancements in RTX workstation graphics chips and contributions to the Open Universal Scene Description, OpenUSD 3D file format. Reverend Leberidian, Vice President of Omniverse and Simulation Technology at NVIDIA, emphasized the significant boost that generative AI will provide to Omniverse. He highlighted the connection between NVIDIA AI and Omniverse, stating that while they are distinct platforms, they support each other. Leberidian expressed enthusiasm about the progress of large language models like ChatGPT, which demonstrate an understanding of human intent and have the potential to democratize programming. 
the ability to generate 3D virtual worlds through software programs is seen as invaluable, empowering more people to become programmers. NVIDIA's focus on training AI models to assist in world generation aligns with their vision for the future. As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. You can contribute to our mission to provide you updates of the latest positive innovations in technology. Also, in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their contribution. And higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. In more news related to AI, NVIDIA has launched a new line of high-performance RTX workstations designed for the generative AI era. In collaboration with leading workstation manufacturers like BOXX, Dell Technologies, HP, and Lenovo, NVIDIA unveiled these advanced systems at the SeaGraph Graphics Tech event. The workstations feature NVIDIA RTX 6000 ADA generation GPUs and incorporate NVIDIA AI Enterprise and NVIDIA Omniverse Enterprise software. Additionally, NVIDIA introduced three new desktop workstation ADA generation GPUs, RTX 5000, RTX 4500, and RTX 4000. These GPUs bring the latest advancements in AI, graphics, and real-time rendering technology to professionals worldwide. Bob Pett, Vice President of Professional Visualization at NVIDIA, emphasized that generative AI and digitalization applications are demanding workloads that require a comprehensive computing approach. With the new NVIDIA-powered RTX workstations, professionals can tackle these workloads on their desktops, enabling them to create vast digitalized worlds in the age of generative AI. The workstations offer impressive capabilities with up to four NVIDIA RTX 6000 ADA GPUs, each equipped with 48 gigabytes of memory, and can be configured with either NVIDIA AI Enterprise or Omniverse Enterprise software to meet various user requirements. Staying on the topic of AI, NVIDIA has unveiled AI Workbench, a new tool that enables developers to create their own generative AI models on PCs and workstations. The platform, announced at the SIGGRAPH conference, offers a user-friendly interface that connects to popular repositories like Hugging Face and GitHub, allowing developers to easily access and customize model code without switching between different browser windows. AI Workbench simplifies enterprise AI projects by eliminating complexity and enabling developers to work with large language models directly on their local machines. Major AI infrastructure providers such as Dell Technologies, Hewlett-Packard Enterprise, and Lenovo have already embraced AI Workbench, recognizing its potential to enhance their latest generation systems. Developers with Windows or Linux-based RTX PCs or workstations can now test and fine-tune generative AI projects on their local systems while also accessing data center and cloud computing resources when needed. NVIDIA also announced NVIDIA AI Enterprise 4.0, an updated software platform that facilitates the integration and deployment of generative AI models in businesses securely, with features like NVIDIA Nemo and NVIDIA Triton Management Service, collaborations with ServiceNow, Snowflake, and Dell Technologies for new AI products were also revealed. Continuing our coverage on AI, MindsDB, a platform for AI-centric applications, has secured $5 million in funding led by Ventures, a division of NVIDIA. This investment brings MindsDB's total seed funding to $46.5 million and supports its mission to democratize access to artificial intelligence, AI, for global enterprises. 
The company aims to integrate AI capabilities into products for the vast community of approximately 30 million software developers across various industries. MindsDB offers over 130 AI integrations, allowing developers to utilize AI models from advanced machine learning frameworks like OpenAI, Anthropic, Hugging Face, Langchain, and Nixla. By combining these models with data from platforms such as Amazon Redshift, Google BigQuery, MySQL, Postgres, MongoDB, and Snowflake, MindsDB enables seamless incorporation of AI. CEO Jorge Torres emphasizes the importance of making AI accessible to all developers, regardless of their expertise, in order to leverage data and build AI applications. MindsDB also introduced MindsDB Pro, a service that provides GPU-equipped instances for AI-slash-ML projects in the cloud. Notable companies like Bytes, Dumuso, Journey Foods, Progressify, Precise Finance, and Rise have already utilized MindsDB's services for their product development and internal operations. Continuing on the topic of AI, Cognitos, an AI startup, has introduced a self-service approach to business process automation, BPA, using generative AI. The company aims to make it easier for organizations to enable automation by allowing business users to define and implement BPA through natural human language. This new offering, called Self-Service Generative AI for Centers of Excellence and Finance Organizations, expands Cognito's platform and marks the first time they have offered self-service functionality. According to Cognito's CEO Benny Gill, traditional robotic process automation, RPA, has not been able to address a wide range of automation challenges in large enterprises, by leveraging generative AI, Cognitos aims to deliver the true potential of RPA for business processes. The self-service model enables business users to independently extract data from invoices or purchase orders and incorporate it into larger business processes. Unlike simple replays, which can be brittle and lack flexibility, Cognitos' approach utilizes natural language explanations to provide a more scalable and resilient solution. The company's human language interpreter, powered by natural language processing, NLP, plays a crucial role in understanding and interpreting business context for effective automation. Continuing our AI coverage, Dropzone AI has secured $3.5 million in seed funding and unveiled its new autonomous AI security agent. The startup aims to streamline the laborious task of investigating security alerts by using large language models, LLMs, to mimic the expertise of human analysts. The agent can assess and examine security alerts from various sources, generating detailed reports and recommendations for human analysts. Dropzone AI's founder and CEO, Edward Wu, stated that traditional methods are unable to keep pace with the increasing volume and complexity of cyber attacks. Wu emphasized that their solution does not rely on pre-programmed playbooks but instead uses LLMs to autonomously reason and investigate alerts. This approach allows them to overcome the challenges of gathering vast amounts of labeled data. The company's flagship product is an autonomous alert investigation system that conducts end-to-end investigations and provides comprehensive reports. Additionally, they offer a chatbot interface for ad hoc inquiries. Dropzone AI's goal is to build autonomous agents that possess inherent knowledge and can navigate different data sources without relying on human input. On to the next piece of AI news. Stability AI, known for its stable diffusion text-to-image generation model, has unveiled Stable Code, a new open large language model, LLM, designed to assist users in generating programming language code. Stable Code offers three different levels of functionality, including a base model for general use cases, an instruction model, 
and a long context window model with support for up to 16,000 tokens. The model is initially focused on supporting development in Python, Go, Java, JavaScript, C, Markdown, and C++ programming languages. Stable, code is built upon the Big Code project, which provides the foundational data for training the LLM. Stability AI applied additional filtering and fine-tuning to the Big Code datasets to enhance the quality of the model. The longer context window of Stable Code's long context version, spanning 16,000 tokens, sets it apart from other models enabling more specialized and complex code generation prompts. This allows users to analyze medium-sized code bases with multiple files, facilitating tailored code suggestions based on specific needs. The stable code model aims to empower users by enabling them to write programs that address their problems effectively. Stability AI envisions a similar impact as achieved with their stable diffusion model, which helped people worldwide explore their artistic abilities. With Stable Code, the company hopes to democratize coding and facilitate problem solving through accessible programming language code generation. Moving on to another AI update, Vibes, a long-standing marketing tech company, has unveiled its latest AI engine, the Nexus Engine, as an expansion of its web-based campaign planning tool, the Vibes platform. The Nexus Engine utilizes machine learning models trained on Vibe's extensive data to provide marketers with valuable insights and recommendations for effective mobile marketing campaigns. It offers guidance on message types, optimal timing, appropriate frequency, and successful promotions tailored to different user demographics. With this upgrade, Vibe's aims to simplify marketers' activities and improve their results, similar to how video streaming platforms personalize content recommendations based on individual preferences. The platform also assists in crafting messages for mobile wallets and suggests strategies to engage less active users. By leveraging the Nexus engine, brands can enhance their return on investment by achieving better outcomes and reducing attrition rates among SMS subscribers. While Vibes keeps the details of its proprietary ML models undisclosed, the company remains open to potential collaborations with external models in the future. In other AI-related news, Google has introduced Project IDX, a tool that provides developers with an all-in-one solution for coding, including Android and iOS emulators, powered by AI. The tool addresses common challenges faced by developers, such as setting up tech stacks and synchronizing code across devices. Project IDX runs on a Linux virtual machine, VM, in the cloud, allowing developers to access the editor and necessary resources remotely. It offers templates for popular frameworks like Flutter, Angular, React, and Next.js, while also supporting customization for various tech stacks. The tool integrates live previews of web apps and will soon expand to include Android and iOS emulators, enabling developers to run iOS apps without expensive Mac OS hardware. Additionally, Project IDX facilitates easy deployment through Firebase hosting support. Google's generative AI efforts Kodi and Pi LM2 are deeply integrated into Project IDX, providing smart code completion, assistive chatbot, and contextual code actions. Although AI-generated code is not recommended for production environments at this stage, Project IDX aims to offer developers a comprehensive cloud-based coding experience, performance-hungry emulators, simplified deployment, and AI assistance. Pricing details are yet to be disclosed, but Google intends to make it accessible globally. Continuing with the topic of AI, Everest Labs, a California-based startup, is revolutionizing recycling by harnessing the power of artificial intelligence, AI, and robotic arms. 
by employing 3D depth sensing cameras on conveyor lines, Everest Labs technology can swiftly identify up to 200 items in each frame, determining their composition and packaging types within milliseconds. This innovative approach enables recycling companies to streamline operations and significantly increase the recovery of recyclable materials. The combination of AI and robotic arms has proven to be highly effective, recovering packaging three to four times more efficiently than human workers. The implementation of this technology not only improves the efficiency of recycling plants but also leads to substantial cost savings for major recyclers like SMR. With the support of prominent investors, including TransLink Capital and NEC Orchestrating Future Fund, Everest Labs has secured $24.6 million in funding thus far. By leveraging AI and robotics, Everest Labs aims to simplify and enhance the recycling process, reducing landfill waste and promoting a more sustainable future. Continuing with the topic of AI, Google has collaborated with researchers from Japan to develop a method of generating music from human brain activity using AI. The team used functional magnetic resonance imaging, FRAE, to capture brain waves while participants listened to 15-second clips from various music genres. These brain activity patterns were then fed into Google's Music LM music generation model, which reconstructed the music that the subjects had heard. The generated music exhibited similarities to the original pieces on a semantic level. However, the researchers identified three limitations, the sparse nature of fMRI data, the limited information in the music embeddings, and the need for improvements in the music generation system. While this breakthrough demonstrates the potential of AI in translating brain activity into music, it is important to note that the study involved lengthy sessions inside large fMRI scanners, making it unlikely for strangers to scan and steal thoughts. Despite the progress made, further advancements are still needed in this field. Staying on the topic of AI, artificial intelligence, AI, has the potential to revolutionize the practice of science by enabling scientists to work more effectively in transforming the scientific process itself. The Nobel Turing Challenge, initiated by computer scientist Hiroaki Kitano, aims to develop a computer program capable of making a discovery worthy of a Nobel Prize by 2050. The challenge seeks to offload the tasks of theorists, data analysts, and experimentalists onto AI systems. While the idea of outsourcing scientific work to machines is not new, recent advancements in computing power have led to the development of sophisticated algorithms that can extract new formulas and scientific laws from large datasets. However, experts believe that the biggest obstacle lies in the representation of knowledge, as breakthroughs often arise from philosophical questions and reformulation of existing knowledge, which current AI systems are unable to achieve. Despite their capabilities, these AI systems are not intended to replace human scientists entirely. Continuing on the topic of AI amplitude, a San Francisco-based product analytics company has introduced new AI features called Data Assistant and Ask Amplitude to enhance data quality and expedite product analytics. These capabilities utilize large language models, LLMs, to assist enterprises in consistently measuring data quality and quickly obtaining insights from business questions. Amplitude aims to democratize the power of AI and LLMs for product builders by providing features like Ask Amplitude and developing an entire suite of AI product infrastructure and tools. The offerings are currently in the testing phase and available for all customers to try out. The data assistant focuses on data governance and chart preparation within Amplitude, using factors such as query volume and event tracking to determine an overall data quality score. It then provides automatic suggestions to improve data quality and consistency, 
such as categorizing similar events or adding descriptions powered by OpenAI's LLMs. On the other hand, Ask Amplitude simplifies analytics consumption by streamlining the process of constructing charts, making it easier for users to analyze product data. Continuing with the latest in AI advancements, Bud Financial has introduced Bud.i, a generative AI platform designed to enhance customer engagement in the banking sector. The platform utilizes an improved logic core to generate real-time insights for both individual and corporate users, enabling developers, marketers, and risk professionals to integrate profound financial insights into their workflows. By leveraging its large language model, LLM technology but aims to unlock the potential of unstructured data, providing clearer insights into individual financial positions and bank portfolios through a single integration. Additionally, Bud is expanding its product suite with JAS, a personalized generative chat interface that serves as a fully trained AI assistant. JAS assists consumers in various aspects of their financial journey, from identifying suitable credit products to offering financial planning guidance. Bud's enhanced AI core now forms the foundation of its flagship products, assess a lending and affordability solution, and engage a money management and personalization solution. According to Bud, clients using Engage have experienced increased overall engagement and likelihood of taking out new products, while those utilizing Assess have seen improvements in operational efficiency and reduced missed loan payments. The integration of Bud.i and JAS allows financial institutions to convert extensive unstructured data into transparent portfolio overviews, enabling data-driven decision-making and proactive measures against potential delinquency. And now we move on to Apple News. Apple's next-generation M3 and M3 Max chips are gaining more clarity as developer logs reveal additional details. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman recently disclosed the specifications of the M3 Max, which boasts 16 CPU cores, 40 GPU cores, and 48 gigabytes of memory. This represents an upgrade from the current M2 Max chip found in the MacBook Pro and the Mac Studio. The M3 Max is expected to have all four additional CPU cores as high-performance cores, enhancing its capabilities for demanding tasks. Additionally, a base model M3 chip with 8 CPU cores and 10 GPU cores was also observed, indicating a speed improvement over the M2 through architectural enhancements and clock speed boosts. These new chips, along with the upcoming A17 Bionic chip for iPhones, will be manufactured using a more advanced 3 nanometers process by Taiwan Semiconductor. This smaller manufacturing process allows Apple to achieve improved performance or lower power consumption. While these specifications are based on developer logs, it is likely that different configurations of the M3 series chips will be available when they hit the market. Apple's transition to its own Apple Silicon chips has been completed, and the M3 generation is expected to offer straightforward chip upgrades rather than major surprises. And now with another Apple story, Apple has released a new developer beta firmware for AirPods alongside the iOS 17 developer beta 5. This beta firmware is necessary to test upcoming features on AirPods, including adaptive audio, conversation awareness, click-to-mute-slash-unmute, improved automatic switching, and personalized volume. The firmware, labeled as Build 6A5289C, is compatible with AirPods 3, AirPods Pro 2, and AirPods Max, although not all features will be available on every model. If you're interested in trying out the AirPods beta, there's a guide available with 19 steps. Just kidding, it's actually only three steps. So if you want to get a sneak peek at what's coming next month, give it a try. Good luck. In other Apple-related news and the latest news, Apple has released the fifth developer beta of iOS 17, 
along with beta versions of iPad OS 17, TV OS 17, Watch OS 10, and Mac OS Sonoma. iOS 17 was initially unveiled at the Worldwide Developers Conference, showcasing new features like standby, live voicemail, and airdrop updates. Since early June, iOS 17 has been available as a pre-release version and expanded through Apple's public beta program. Notably, Apple has waived the $99 fee for joining the developer beta program this year, making it more accessible. While earlier developer beta releases were made available ahead of the public beta to ensure stability, closer to the release, both versions are typically released simultaneously. The official launch date for iOS 17 is expected to be announced in September during the iPhone 15 event, which is anticipated to occur around September 13th. Stay tuned for our coverage on the latest updates. Continuing our coverage on Apple, Apple Pay expands its global reach as it launches in Chile, allowing users to add debit and credit cards to the mobile payment service on their Apple devices. This development follows closely after the recent introduction of Apple Pay in Vietnam. The expansion of Apple's payment service has been ongoing, with El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Panama also gaining support this year. Chile had been rumored to be one of the next countries to receive Apple Pay, and now users can access the service. Several Chilean banks, including Santander, Banco de Chile, BCI, VICE, Banco Falabella, Itao, and Scotiabank, are expected to offer support for Apple Pay. This move strengthens Apple's presence in South America, where it first introduced Apple Pay in Brazil back in 2018. Users in Chile have been anticipating this launch since 2021 when there were indications that Apple Pay support was being prepared. With this expansion, Apple continues to make strides in making its mobile payment service more accessible globally. In other news related to Apple 15 years ago, the introduction of Apple's App Store revolutionized the software industry by allowing users to download and access a wide range of apps directly on their iPhones. Initially lacking third-party apps, the iPhone faced criticism, but users and developers quickly found ways to install unauthorized software. The launch of the iPhone Software Developer Kit, SDK, in 2008 further fueled interest, leading to the release of iPhone OS 2 in the App Store. Since then, the impact of the App Store has been immense, transforming how we consume all apps and giving rise to a thriving app ecosystem. In 2022, the App Store ecosystem generated $1.1 trillion in billings and sales, with over 370 billion app downloads and $320 billion in earnings for developers. As the App Store enters its next phase, questions arise about its future direction. Despite entering the market later than competitors, the App Store arrived at the right time and forever changed the mobile software industry. Now transitioning to clean energy innovations news, General Motors, GM, has announced that all its electric vehicles, EVs, will have bidirectional vehicle-to-home, V2H, charging capabilities by 2026. The first vehicle to feature this technology will be the 2024 Chevy Silverado EV, followed by other models like the GMC Sierra EV Denali Edition 1, Chevy Blazer EV, Chevy Equinox EV, Cadillac Lyric, and the upcoming Cadillac Escalade IQ. Although not officially listed, the future Altium model of the Chevy Bolt is expected to include bidirectional charging as well. This move by GM is seen as a game-changer, allowing customers to unlock the value of their EVs by using them to power their homes or send energy back to the electrical grid. Bidirectional charging enables electricity to flow both ways between the EV and the charger, treating high-capacity lithium-ion batteries as backup storage cells for various purposes. JM Energy, the automaker's energy spin-off, 
will also offer home kits to enable V2H charging between an EV and a home. This development comes in response to increasing stress on electric grids due to climate change, with heat waves causing electricity shortages. GM's move follows Ford's F-150 Lightning, Hyundai Ioniq 5, Kia EV6, Volvo EX90, Nissan Leaf, and the anticipated introduction of bidirectional charging in Tesla's lineup by 2025. In other news related to healthcare, Amazon has partnered with Maven Clinic to provide fertility and family planning services to over 1 million eligible employees in more than 50 countries. This collaboration grants Amazon employees and their partners access to various reproductive care services, including specialized doctors, nutritionists, and mental health care providers. Maven Clinic, a female-focused health startup valued at over $1 billion, aims to improve accessibility to reproductive health care particularly considering the limited access to OBGYNs in many U.S. counties. The partnership with Amazon marks a significant increase of approximately 7% in the number of patients under Maven's care. Several high-profile individuals and companies have invested in Maven, recognizing the importance of reproductive health benefits. The decision to partner with Maven aligns with the growing trend among companies to offer fertility benefits, addressing the needs of both heterosexual and same-sex couples. Providing such benefits not only promotes workplace equity but also boosts employee loyalty. With the increasing demand for comprehensive reproductive care, this collaboration between Amazon and Maven Clinic seeks to meet the global need for accessible and supportive resources on the fertility journey. Now transitioning to innovative technology updates, in an upcoming move set for September, ARM, the chip design company owned by SoftBank, is attracting significant investment interest. Major tech giants such as Apple, Samsung, NVIDIA, and Intel are preparing to acquire stakes in ARM once it becomes a publicly traded entity. As reported by Nikkei Asia, this strategic alignment signifies the industry's recognition of ARM's potential and its importance in the evolving technology landscape. With Apple and Samsung joining forces with other prominent players, it highlights the widespread appeal and confidence in ARM's future prospects. The investments from these renowned companies emphasize their dedication to staying at the forefront of innovation and securing a stake in the promising chip design market. As ARM prepares for its public debut, the anticipation surrounding its future growth and influence continues to build, fueled by the backing of these influential tech leaders. Another innovative technology item to report, NVIDIA has made significant contributions to the OpenUSD framework, which aims to standardize 3D content creation. OpenUSD facilitates interoperability between software tools and data types for virtual world development, including the metaverse. NVIDIA's investments include cutting-edge technologies and cloud APIs like ChatUSD and RunUSD, along with the launch of the NVIDIA OpenUSD Developer Program. These initiatives are expected to drive the widespread adoption of OpenUSD and enhance its impact. NVIDIA's involvement in OpenUSD builds upon its co-founding of the Alliance for OpenUSD, an organization formed in collaboration with industry leaders such as Pixar, Adobe, Apple, and Autodesk. The AOUSD works towards establishing standardized OpenUSD specifications, promoting seamless integration and cooperation across the industry. During a keynote at Seagraph, NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang expressed his excitement for OpenUSD, comparing its potential to the transformative impact of HTML on the 2D Internet. Huang believes that OpenUSD will lead the way in collaborative 3D design and industrial digitalization. NVIDIA is fully committed to advancing OpenUSD through the development of NVIDIA Omniverse and Generative AI. As part of the OpenUSD initiative, NVIDIA has introduced four new Omniverse cloud APIs, including RunUSD and ChatUSD, 
which enable developers to implement and deploy open USD pipelines and applications seamlessly. Shifting to innovative transportation updates, ChargePoint, the global leader in electric vehicle charging networks, has unveiled a comprehensive strategy aimed at enhancing the dependability of its expansive network. The company plans to allocate substantial funds towards various initiatives in order to achieve an unprecedented level of reliability for its 245,000 chargers worldwide. By making multi-million dollar investments, ChargePoint aims to bolster station performance and ensure near-perfect operational consistency. The company's ambitious endeavor, as highlighted in their press release, anticipates achieving an exceptional network reliability close to 100% upon full implementation. This commitment to improving charging station dependability underscores ChargePoint's unwavering dedication to supporting the ever-growing electric vehicle market by providing users with a seamless and reliable charging experience. As the largest and most inclusive charging network globally, ChargePoint's efforts are poised to have a significant impact on facilitating a widespread adoption of electric vehicles and addressing concerns regarding charging infrastructure reliability. Continuing with the topic of innovative transportation, Motor Power Systems, a veteran in the field of electric powertrains, has unveiled its new medium-duty electric truck called the Yargo. The commercial market has seen fewer options for medium-duty electric trucks compared to light-duty vehicles like pickup trucks and SUVs. Motive aims to address this demand by combining its proven powertrain technology with a driver-centric cab design in the Yargo, offering an unparalleled electric vehicle experience. The cab design incorporates composites instead of sheet metal to reduce weight and improve energy efficiency for heating and cooling functions. Additionally, the driving position is optimized for visibility and reduced fatigue. The Argo will utilize Moda's new powertrain developed in collaboration with Japan's NIDEC, featuring six-phase motors running at 350 volts. By consolidating parts and integrating power electronics and distribution systems, Motive achieves higher reliability and lower costs. The company has also adopted LFP battery cells, lithium iron phosphate instead of MC cells, lithium nickel manganese cobalt, for improved performance. Motive plans to have the Argo on the road by late next year to meet the increasing demand for zero-emission medium-duty EVs, particularly in California. Continuing with the latest in innovative transportation news, Rivian, the electric vehicle manufacturer, reported a narrower-than-expected loss for the second quarter and raised its production guidance for 2023. The company plans to build approximately 52,000 vehicles next year, more than double the number produced in 2022. In the second quarter, Rivian delivered 12,640 vehicles, a 59% increase from the previous quarter and a significant improvement from the same period last year. The company's adjusted loss per share was $1.08, beating analyst estimates, while revenue reached $1.12 billion, surpassing expectations. Rivian's net loss for the quarter was $1.2 billion, an improvement from the previous year. The company attributed this positive performance to cost efficiency measures and reductions in vehicle unit costs. Rivian also reported a decrease in gross loss, indicating progress towards profitability. The company expects to achieve a positive gross profit by 2024. Despite a decline in cash and credit lines, Rivian remains well capitalized with $11.3 billion in total liquidity. The company has implemented cost-saving measures and adjusted its capital expenditure forecast for the year. With its focus on ramping up production, driving cost efficiencies, and enhancing customer experience, Rivian aims to continue its growth in the EV market. Continuing with the latest in Internet Innovations Advancements, 
in a significant development for data privacy, Google has fulfilled its promise to enhance the features of its Messages app by enabling end-to-end encryption for group conversations using RCS, Rich Communication Services. Previously, only one-on-one conversations could be encrypted through RCS, leaving group chats vulnerable. With this update, all RCS conversations in the Messages by Google app will now be fully encrypted by default, including group chats. RCS, which offers advantages like higher-resolution media, read receipts, and typing indicators, has been widely adopted by carriers except for Apple. Despite Google's efforts to promote RCS and its benefits, Apple has yet to support the standard, causing compatibility issues between iPhone and Android users. Google hopes that Apple will eventually embrace RCS, allowing users on both platforms to enjoy the same privacy and features. This move by Google marks another step forward in prioritizing data privacy and security in messaging applications. Continuing with the latest in Internet Innovations news, WhatsApp introduces a new feature that allows users to share their screens during video calls, making it more similar to traditional video calling services. Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Meta, announced this update on Facebook and shared a photo demonstrating the feature. According to TechCrunch, screen sharing will be compatible across iOS, Android, and Windows platforms. Although the official announcement was made recently, WhatsApp will roll out the feature gradually, so users can expect to access it soon. Additionally, WhatsApp is enhancing the video chat experience by introducing landscape orientation support for mobile video calls. This improvement was first mentioned in the app's release notes in July. The provided photo showcases the screen-sharing feature, and both updates can be seen in Meta's teaser image. Shifting to physics updates, the LK99 superconductor has gained viral attention, with claims that it could revolutionize nuclear fusion and enable levitating trains. However, experts have expressed skepticism about this supposed breakthrough. The frenzy surrounding LK99 on social media platforms like Twitter, Twitch, and Reddit has prompted researchers and amateurs to attempt replicating the material to verify its properties. Despite the excitement, many experts interviewed by The Verge remain doubtful about LK99's capabilities as a perfect superconductor, conducting electricity without resistance at room temperature and ambient pressure. The scientific community awaits more definitive answers regarding LK99's claims. If proven successful, the implications of a room temperature superconductor would be immense, with applications in power grids and electronics, among others. Currently, superconductors only function under extreme conditions, making them impractical for everyday use. Some research groups have already disputed LK99's superconducting abilities, challenging the initial claims made in preprints that haven't undergone peer review. As further investigations continue, the true nature of LK99 and its potential impact on technology and society remains uncertain. Shifting to Rocket's news, Rocket Lab announced its second quarter results, meeting Wall Street's expectations and securing contracts for 10 additional launches in 2023 and 2024. The company reported a net loss of $45.9 million, wider than expected, but revenue grew by 12% to $62 million. Rocket Lab's launch business generated $22.5 million in revenue, while the Space Systems unit brought in $39.6 million. The company's contract backlog increased to $534.3 million. Despite the loss, Rocket Lab's stock rose by 3% in after-hours trading. For the third quarter, the company anticipates revenue growth between $73 million and $77 million. Rocket Lab also made progress on its Neutron rocket, 
completing a second stage tank and constructing a stand for cryogenic tank tests. CEO Peter Beck mentioned changes in neutrons designed based on customer demand for downrange landings. Rocket Lab added orders for 10 electron rocket launches with Black Sky, Inspective, a government customer, and a confidential customer among the buyers. These launches are expected to take place in 2024, including HASTE missions, which involve hypersonic test flights. In other space-related news, NASA's Artemis I crew, consisting of three Americans and one Canadian, had the opportunity to visit the Orion spacecraft that will take them on their circumlunar mission. The astronauts expressed their excitement and awe at seeing the spacecraft, noting its advanced state of completion. In the coming months, they will undergo multiple tests and checkouts inside the Orion crew module. Next year, they will conduct a full-scale test of the spacecraft's software, cockpit displays, and life support system. The crew's visit to NASA's Kennedy Space Center is part of their preparation for the mission, which marks the first human flight to the vicinity of the moon since 1972. The Orion crew module, with its larger size compared to the Apollo Command module, is currently located in the Neil Armstrong Operations and Checkout Building. It will soon undergo acoustic testing to ensure it can withstand the intense sound from the engines and boosters of NASA's Space Launch System rocket. The connection between the Orion crew module and the service module is expected to be completed in mid-September, slightly later than initially anticipated. Next up in space news, NASA's Ingenuity helicopter on Mars successfully flew again after experiencing an emergency landing. The recent flight, although brief, was significant for the helicopter. During its 53rd flight in late July, Ingenuity had to abort a planned flight and make an emergency landing due to a mismatch between the images from its navigation camera and the data from its inertial measurement unit. However, the helicopter's onboard computer executed an immediate landing as intended. Following this incident, the most recent flight aimed to gather additional data about the conditions that caused the premature landing. The team at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, responsible for operating the helicopter, expressed confidence that Ingenuity can resume more demanding missions soon. Additionally, during the short flight, Ingenuity captured an image of the Martian terrain, featuring the Perseverance rover in the frame. This photo symbolizes both desolation and hope, encapsulating the remarkable achievements of Ingenuity as it continues to surpass expectations and explore the Red Planet. Moving on to the next space-related topic, new study suggests a vast number of rogue planets exist in our galaxy, potentially outnumbering stars. Researchers from NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center and Osaka University have utilized gravitational microlensing to estimate the abundance of rogue planets in the Milky Way. Rogue planets are those that wander through space without orbiting any star, having been ejected from their original systems due to gravitational interactions. By analyzing data from the microlensing observations in Astrophysics Survey, the scientists projected the potential discoveries that NASA's upcoming Nancy Grace Roman Space Telescope could make. Currently, only 70 rogue planets are known, but the researchers suggest that the Roman Telescope could detect at least 400 Earth-mass rogue planets in our galaxy. Gravitational microlensing occurs when the mass of an object bends spacetime, acting as a magnifying glass for distant stars. This effect allows scientists to observe microlensing events caused by smaller objects like rogue planets. The Roman Telescope, planned for launch in 2027, will specifically target Mars to Earth-sized rogue planets as they pass in front of stars, temporarily bending their light. These observations will provide valuable insights into a wide range of celestial objects, from exoplanets to black holes. The estimated number of rogue planets in the Milky Way's central galactic bulge suggests that there could be trillions of these solitary worlds, 
surpassing the number of stars in our galaxy. Now on to our next space update. In today's space news, two Russian cosmonauts are set to conduct a spacewalk outside the International Space Station, ISS. Commander Sergei Prokofiev and flight engineer Dmitry Petlin will embark on this mission during Expedition 69. The spacewalk is scheduled to begin at 10.45 a.m. EDT, 1,445 GMT, and you can watch it live on space.com or through NASA's coverage starting at 10.15 a.m. EDT, 1,415 GMT. During the spacewalk, Prokopiev and Peatlin will attach debris shields to the Rusviet module and test the durability of a work platform connected to the European robotic arm on the Nauka Laboratory module. Both cosmonauts have prior experience with spacewalks, with Prokopiev having completed seven and Peatlin having completed five. Stay tuned for updates on this exciting extravehicular activity happening outside the ISS today. On to the next piece of space news. South Korea's space agency celebrates the anniversary of its first lunar probe by sharing new moon images. The Korea Pathfinder Lunar Orbiter, KPLO, also known as Danuri, was launched in August 2022 and entered lunar orbit in December after a four-month journey. The Korea Aerospace Research Institute, KRI, released these images through social media platforms. The pictures showcase various lunar features, including Reiner Gamma, a swirl with a localized magnetic field, shadows inside Amundsen Crater near the lunar south pole, and Drygalski Crater with its central peak. Some previously released images from KPLO show Earth's phases as seen from lunar orbit. In addition to high-resolution cameras, Danuri carries Shadow Cam, a NASA-funded optical imager that captures reflected sunlight from nearby landforms and Earthshine to provide unprecedented views of shadowed craters. These visuals will aid in planning NASA's Artemis program. Danuri is expected to continue orbiting the Moon for about a year, gathering valuable data during its mission. Moving on to the next space-related topic, introducing the crew for Virgin Galactic's upcoming second commercial space flight. This mission, known as Galactico 2, will carry a three-person crew along with an astronaut instructor and two company pilots to suborbital space on August 10th. Unlike the first mission which focused on scientific experiments, Galactico 2 aims to break new ground in other ways. The crew includes John Goodwin, an 80-year-old former British Olympian who has been living with Parkinson's disease for nine years. Goodwin is excited to become the second person with Parkinson's to venture into space and appreciates Virgin Galactic's inclusive approach. Keisha Shahaf, a health and wellness coach from Antigua and Barbuda, won her seat through a fundraising competition by Space for Humanity. She will be accompanied by her daughter, Anastasia Myers, making them the first people from the Caribbean islands to fly to space. Both Shahaf and Myers emphasize the importance of space travel as a unifying and humbling experience for humanity. With this diverse crew, Galactic O2 represents Virgin Galactic's commitment to making space accessible to all. Also in space news, a group of compact autonomous NASA rovers will be sent to the moon next year in an effort to enhance exploration missions. These small moon rovers, called Cooperative Autonomous Distributed Robotic Exploration, CADRI, will operate as a team and perform tasks with minimal human input. They will be transported to the moon aboard Intuitive Machines IM-3 Lunar Lander as part of NASA's Commercial Lunar Payload Services Initiative. The mission will focus on the enigmatic Reiner Gamma region, characterized by lunar swirls and a local magnetic field. The rovers will be deployed onto the lunar surface using tethers and will search for a sunny spot to recharge their batteries. During the approximately 14-day lunar daytime, they will conduct experiments to test their capabilities. By simultaneously collecting data from multiple locations, 
the rovers aim to demonstrate the potential of multi-robot missions in enabling new scientific discoveries or supporting astronauts. The rovers will receive high-level instructions from the lander and autonomously divide tasks among themselves to ensure safe execution. The success of this mission could revolutionize future exploration strategies and prompt questions about the number of rovers needed for collaborative missions. Continuing on the topic of space, NASA's InSight lander has provided valuable data about Mars before its recent demise, shedding light on the planet's intriguing behavior. Scientists have discovered that Mars' rotation is gradually increasing while its core causes it to wobble. The findings published in a Nature paper and announced by NASA reveal that Mars' days are shortening by a tiny fraction every year due to the acceleration of its rotation. Using data from the lander's rotation, an interior structure experiment, RISC, researchers tracked Mars' movement over 900 Martian days. RISC utilized radio signals beamed from NASA's Deep Space Network to precisely monitor the lander's position and calculate the planet's rotational acceleration of 4 million seconds per year. Additionally, the experiment unveiled Mars' molten metal core, which sloshes as the planet spins, causing the wobbling effect. By comparing RISC data with readings from InSight seismometer, scientists estimated the core's radius to be between 1,112 and 1,150 miles. InSight's groundbreaking mission also involved recording over 1,000 Mars quakes and capturing the energy of meteoroid impacts on Mars' surface. Despite its untimely end, InSight's discoveries continue to provide unprecedented insights into the Red Planet. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Once again, please consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.